On this week's episode of The Smoke Break, we talk with comedian Dennis Cruz about mortality and self-medication. We also talk with musical guest Edward Vernier about motivation and the intersectionality of art. Episodes release on all platforms Monday at 6 p.m. And welcome to The Smoke Break. We are here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I'm your host, Joel Pal Zane, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. Taylor Barrett. What up? And Dennis Cruz. Hey. How's it going? All right, let's do this. Um, Dennis, super excited to have you. Um, you are it is an extremely funny Portland comic and just a genuinely interesting and kind person. So uh, thank Appreciate you for joining it. us. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to make the transition into this next topic as, as easy as possible, but I don't think there really is any easy way to, to talk about mortality. Um, I recently went to a celebration and I feel like, you know, the way that we remember people and the way that we even experience our idea of death can be different. Um, what's been your experience with death? Uh, <clears throat> well, I've experienced death twice, okay. um, where I was clinically pronounced dead. Uh, once when I was four and once when I was 21. Okay. Uh, the first one was from an allergy. I have an allergy to nightshade. Uh, and well, I have an allergy to 80% of the fucking world, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can cuss on here, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Please absolutely. Do. Um, <laughs> Uh, and, and that's kind of why I talk the way I do. That's kind of why I have the voice I have, uh, was because of the J tube insertion went wrong and they scarred up some throat tissue and cause I, I, I swelled up. And yeah. Yeah. Break. I'm sorry that happened, but you do have a badass voice. You <laughs> I know, know like, I would not, voice. I would not trade that. I like would not the, trade that. The inner world where yeah. that, like, that, that guy voice. Yeah. Well, so when you were 21 is, I assume that that would probably be the closest one that you would like be able to remember like that. Happening. Well, I don't remember a thing, but no, I, I remember, uh, what happened in that was I was, I was in, I was in the military. I was, I was going home. I was waiting to get on the highway at a, at a, at a yield mm -hmm. guy hit me doing 60. I Holy was shit. dead stop. Uh, I was in a VW. He was in a 65 Ford Fairlane, which is heavy steel. Yeah. Uh, he, his car came into the back, back seat. I folded in half. And when I sprung back, I cracked my head on his engine block. Damn. Um, Fucked up. That was sitting in my back seat. Uh, uh, I was pronounced dead, uh, by the EMT and 12 minutes elapsed before I, I when the EMT said, this, he's done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To the time I got up and said, I just want to go home. Um, really? So Did that freak them the fuck out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he was, oh my God. Um, I, I, I say this, I read the report after the fact. Right, um, right. I, I, I remember waiting for the fucking car. It only had one fucking headlight. So I'm like, navigate, is that a motorcycle? Is that a fucking car? And yeah. then I'm seeing a little, and then I wake up in a hospital bed and it's Jesus. three weeks later. Yeah, I three weeks later. I have no Damn. sensation Damn. from my chest area down. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's being wild, able to, <laughs> yeah. That's, well, yeah. but I mean, coming back from that, like what has, what's kind of been your experience of, of like, you know, do you have a greater appreciation for life? Do you oh, have... definitely. No. Um, I mean, I, I took it as, oh, I just got fucked up. I didn't think of it as, oh, I died. I've never thought of it as, oh, I died. No, that happened. Yeah. Um, I, I apparently was not dead. I might've stopped all physical signs of it but you can't come back from that shit your heart just doesn't magically restart right, <laughs> this is right. a marvel superhero movie um it's not but yeah, yeah, <laughs> all the spider bites are worth nothing yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh i i do take away that yeah i i, I could that i was have i could have i there's no reason i shouldn't have there's no reason i should be here today sure um and and I look at every day as something that I need to experience and I need to experience the next day and I need to experience. And I, I don't make plans, though. See, I don't. People go, oh, okay. what are you doing in August? Breathing. Hopefully, hopefully I'm upright. Hopefully I'm I'm navigating what I need to. Yeah. So, um, would you say it helped you be like more mindful in general, just like being present in the present? Oh, moment? yeah. Like yeah. overall. I also started taking less care of myself and a lot more chances with things. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So there's like an upside and a downside well, to young. knowing. I was well, young. Well, I was, yeah. 20, I was in my 20s 
and recovering from massive injury, still wanting to stay in the military. Um, oh yeah, you were in the military at that time. They were going to kick me out in six months uh, unless I walked. Ah, and I walked. That was a good motivator. Um, and then I went back to work, and they fed me uh, three ibuprofen, seven hundred milligram ibuprofen, three of these fuckers every six hours. Jesus, that's a lot for a year. And said, "Make sure you eat." Before you take these. <laughs> Rough on your stomach, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that was a rehab. And yeah. then I went back and I started my job again. And I, and I got to do a lot of fucked up shit. But it was fun. <laughs> I was able to experience it. Yeah. 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 Well, just even having that appreciation for like being around another day to experience things. Like I really yeah, like what I, you said about that. I think everybody should have that as an expectation. And w- I mean, unless you're going to the mall or school or... Uh, uh, fucking, I don't know, church, uh, you know, and somebody decides, oh, I don't like you, you know, and they yeah. pull out their AR-15 or whatever, then, yeah, you know, appreciate every day. Yeah. You know, yeah. Not that day. That day would suck. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what really stood out to me, though, was that uh, after that experience that, like, you wanted to go back to work, you, you weren't like, I have to go do something else. Like, you, you're yeah. just like, I, I, I want to go do the thing that was, you know, like, fulfilling me. And I was poor. Um, I've been poor my whole life. You weren't making money when you were dead. So I I grew up uh, in 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 what I can what what has been considered a a a little slice of Mexican ghetto. Um, All my neighbors were Mexican. Uh, I was the The white kid of the block. It didn't matter. I I say that reference to that's the environment I grew up in. Sure. Um, I didn't. I wasn't able to excel. I was held back by my limitations of guardianship, of my limitations of non-parents. Um, all of these things came into, came into play. I was auctioned between relatives to see who was going to get my inheritance from these people yeah. who had raised me and were my parents, but were not. They were my grandparents. So not like uh, a super comfortable uh, like home life. It, it, just uh, in any sense. I've, I've been on my own any since sense. I was about 14. I, I became an emancipated minor at 14. Oh, mm-hmm. damn. I, I, I worked at a 7-Eleven from the time I was 12. Uh, I worked as a cashier on Graveyard at 13 because I could, I, I could grow fucking facial hair. Sure, sure. <laughs> a full um, beard at 13 oh yeah nice. yeah i can't even get a full mustache at 31 <laughs> yeah so i got mine at like 35 <laughs> <laughs> taylor what about you what uh what's been like your experience with like you know losing people losing things well i, I wanted to comment on kind of the other side of the coin of mortality because sure. there's um there's a level of like there's a lot, a lot of rhetoric that I see that's, uh, we're all going to die one day, nothing matters, so why does anything matter? Mm. And I see a lot of people kind of take that nihilism and and inject positivity into it, and they're like, nothing technically matters, so do whatever makes you happy. Do yeah. do the thing yeah. that is fulfilling for you, pursue your dreams with the with the limited time that, that, that you know you have, because yeah, technically nothing is ever going to matter technically, but do the things that matter to you. You are allowed to decide what matters to you as a, as a small fleck of the universe. Yeah. And and pursuing that uh, with that positive nihilism, I, I, I've seen it kind of grow into stoicism a lot, and and uh, yeah. I, I think that's a really beautiful concept too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that. Yeah, it's like either way you could see it as like yeah, a motivator to either just be like fuck it, doesn't matter what I do, yeah. or like it doesn't matter what I do, so I should stop worrying about all the stuff I'm scared of and just do it. I like that better. Yeah. yeah. Do you? <laughs> and 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 that doesn't necessarily mean like breaking your mentality to fit this ideal. Like I have to be all these things that could like. That that could be as simple as just like doing the things that make you comfortable. You know what I mean? Because there's that that endless mind breaking pursuit of like perfection. Can I've, I've seen it warp a lot of people to things that they don't want to be that they become. He means he's watched it warp me. No, I do not. <laughs> I think that you're probably the least warped person I've I've ever met through through successes and trials and tribulations. Stay very true to yourself, and I respect that. I appreciate that. that. <laughs> Yeah, just the, the the positive nihilism that kind of like is a is a pipeline to to stoicism. I, yeah. I think is is a really good way to view uh, the mortality that that you do have. Yeah, Zoe, what about you? Do you feel like mortality is like a, a positive motivator for you? Um, I don't know if it's a positive motivator, but uh, I think it's a reality that we all deal with. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think I think for me, I think like our culture likes to pretend like we can control like when we die and then that's like a way to get us to like jump through all these hoops but i think like once you realize that uh none of that shit really matters then it's kind of like it just kind of expands 
what that means to you and yeah sort of like what what are you going to do with it but yeah i think like yeah i don't know if it's a motivator but i think it's a it's a motivator to like i don't know just be present that's like the main thing i think yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I wanted to ask would you view your own mortality or experiencing other people's mortality or lack thereof as, 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 mm. more, of a, as more of a motivator like you're just like i'm gonna die you're like or you saw these other people that are like i i, I want to achieve my motivator. dreams um I don't know. I guess I don't really think about it as a motivation. I think of it as just yeah. like, I think of it as like ch changing my perception, like thinking about death, uh, I think, or the fact that we don't have control over when we die or really anything that happens to us. I think for me, it's more like, I guess it's a motivator. It's a motivator to, to be present. Yeah. And to like, and to, yeah, not worry about the stuff you're scared of because we all, I don't, yeah, we could die tomorrow. And, yeah. And I just think like when you get caught up in like a loop of being like sad about something that you don't have control over or sad because you don't have something that you thought you wanted or something ended that you thought you wanted. I think like it, for me, it really makes me think about like the only thing we really have control over is like the way we, th our perception of things. Yeah. And like, that's the only way you can really enjoy life is if you try to like perceive things in a way that doesn't make you feel like shit all the time. Yeah. No, so I, think I, think like, I think that's, <laughs> well, I guess the reason I even like asked the question was just because, you know, it's like, I find that death is extremely motivating. It's like, I lost a lot of friends when I was young. So it was like realizing that we could be gone in any moment has really like made me take the time to be like, what do I want out of this life? Like if it ends tomorrow and then I'm getting in that car accident, like a couple months ago, like, yeah. That was another time where it was like, it could have been over like that. Like some people get hit by semis and die. Some people flip their cars and die. I got both and I'm still here. Like, what am I going to do with it? Like within a couple months too. That was a weird couple months with you and cars. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. It was like a year, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. getting a truck next. That's <laughs> yeah. silly. You, you should get a semi next. If you get a truck, I'm buying you some of those rubber balls and hanging them on the, your truck in the middle of the night. Truck nuts. <laughs> truck nuts. <laughs> Dennis before. Well, no. What, what, well, now now take all that, what you just said, and, 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 and then go to the doctor one day and have them go well i think you get about six months yeah right for 20 years. yeah right dennis is like it, it, dennis is like there's <laughs> yeah. more layers to this experience that yeah. i've had which is yeah that, you, that you've been you know, diagnosed and, with a and, and, and yeah the reason i moved to oregon was because of the right to die law Den really? well dennis yeah. you've been when was the first you know, you've had cancer like a bunch of times right was my was when they found the little onion and they were they were gonna go yeah this is terminal you're not gonna make it how but, many times have you been told that I, I lost track after. So like, <laughs> I mean, I, I I now have four different types of cancer um, going on that are that is that that uh, the lung is 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 dormant. They they don't want to say benign um, because if they say benign, then they have to remove it. I don't want mm. cutting my chest open. Yeah, yeah that's kind of a hole. Why? In there. Weird. I yeah, yeah. I use that. It's <laughs> <laughs> interesting. Um. Uh. The 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 oral cancer. Uh, the sinus, sinus cavity, this is all fabricated. This is all make-believe. Make I can remove parts of my face. So so, is it metal? Uh, this I have platinum spikes that hold all my jaw in, in, in place. Really? Uh, Damn. Teeth in place. Um, because they found uh, cancer in my, in, in my nasal cavity. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. we've talked about that. Right. But yeah, no, your perception of death is, it, yeah, because we're over here like, oh, how does it, and Dennis is like, well, you guys, we're not done yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's more to my story. Well, and then there's melanoma, and then now I've got, it's it's kind of spread. Yeah. Well, they think it it it, it has spread. But well, I, just even having to like face that, you know, like what do you think it has given you a more of an appreciation for? Life in general. Life in just general? Living, just experiencing everything I can. Yeah, what is um, it giving you less patience for? People. <laughs> yeah. People suck. Um, <laughs> I, I I say that because because individually people are great. Individually, wonderful. Small groups, people are fucking great. You get them in crowds. I agree. Assholes. This. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. No, no. no. That's a, I feel the same way about. I had a friend who once said, uh, "The higher the quantity, the lower the quality," and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> that's a very." <laughs> that's raw. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, that was a very peep, anti-people sentiment, <laughs> but I'm very much for it. Well, it's actually not, reference to Portland, but it's not anti-people; <laughs> it's anti-mob mentality. Yeah, yeah because yeah. we know about groupthink. It's not a and, doesn't and historically done us a lot of favors. Any anything yeah. that involves, and and this may be, but it's religion, it's 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 uh, politician, it's it's politics itself, it's it's this whole fucking bias against because of whatever i don't like the way this person look well guess what you never did yeah so that means you're stupid yeah. you can't evolve yeah. uh, everybody has to understand 
that everybody else has a right to be here and they're fighting every second of every day to just exist yeah. and for somebody to say you don't have that right um, i want to end that mentality yeah um and i've been trained so <laughs> yeah but you've also done deprogramming and that's like that that takes more than a lot of people know like you know having ideas that you don't that you may not agree with later that may have served a purpose at a time is a very hard thing to like deconstruct. So the fact yeah. that you were able to yeah. take that and do that in your lifetime, like some, and I mean this in the best way, like some older people have no willingness to change their mind about anything, right. you know, because it's the way it's always been. Yeah, guess exactly. What? It's, I'm not the way I've always yeah, been. And it sucked back then a lot of the time. <laughs> been the way I've always yeah, been. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and for somebody to tell me, Oh, you can't do this and you can't do that. Uh, in 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 a real fucked up way. I, my first marriage was because somebody told me I couldn't. Like, you can't get married, and you're like, watch me. Just tell her to get an abortion. I told her. Why is she doing it? I don't know. Girl, it's a whole religion her. thing. Well, fuck her. Well, I already did that. <laughs> That's why we're here in the first place? See step one. Well, you're gonna ruin it. You're gonna. You're gonna. It's not gonna work. You're gonna be. You're gonna have to. You're gonna go. Th and and yeah, it didn't work. It, it was, you were like, you gotta find out on your own. That's like yeah, how but, life is. But you don't challenge me. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I can relate. Yeah. To that. And that's that's the way I I look at the doctors. That's the way I look at uh, mm. my diagnosis. That's the way I look at everything. It's like, really, you want to fight me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. I'll decide when I I've die. I've been doing this for a little while. <laughs> I, yeah. I respect that about you, Dennis. It's like, no, nah, I'm gonna fucking. What's, what's that dodgeball quote? Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Dope, we're gonna take a real quick commercial break, and we'll be right back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from nine to ten a.m. on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. Cheers to you, my friends. You're listening to Shady Pines Radio. My name is Nate. And each Friday at 9 a.m., I bring you burnt coffee. All things Northwest and tour and acts. Only on Shady Pines Radio. Thanks for tuning in. And we are back with the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Shady Pines Radio. It's the most pretty dope experience radio. I'm your host, Joel Palzain, here with Zoe Schwartz. Hello. Taylor Barrett. What's up? Dennis Cruz. Uh, the reason I'm laughing is because I self-medicated and I overshot the last portion and then forgot what I was saying. But self-medication can be effective, not for ADHD, but for other things. Um, Dennis, what has been your experience with uh, self-medicating? Oh, I... I practice it. I enjoy it. I, mm -hmm. I recommend it to those who know how to think. Um, <laughs> mm. um, a lot of questions come up about chemo. Uh, yeah. Chemo is designed to stop your body from functioning, to kill your body so that the cancer gets confused. Mm -hmm. Fuck cancer. Yeah. <laughs> it's already confused. It's in me. Yeah. I don't yeah. want it there. Uh, guess what cannabis does? Cannabis cures cancer. Yeah. It stops the growth of tumors. I've proven it. With my own experience, uh, science has proven it. Uh, it stops the spread of cancer. Uh, uh, unless you, like I do, drink heavily and then you weaken that part of your body and all of a sure. sudden cancer goes, oh, let me grab a hold. So now I got to cut back on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. More, more cannabis, less alcohol. Yeah, for um, sure. And, and I've had great success with extracts, RSO, um, I enjoy the fuck out of flower. I grow my own plant. I've cultivated my own strains. Yeah. Um, is that the main way that you've treated your cancer is with marijuana? Cannabis. Yeah. Cannabis. cannabis. Yeah. Uh, not in just not, Oh, it's a, you know, bud. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to smoke this, bud. no, you've done it like no, all the ways. You got to eat that shit daily. <laughs> you yeah. got to make smoothies. Think sure you yeah. got to eat the RSO. I do right now. I'm on about, 50 milligrams of RSO a day. Um, mm -hmm. And that's to fight off what I'm doing. Normally, I only do about 10. And that's a daily thing. Because you just got diagnosed with yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a daily thing. Um, and the reason you have to do it daily is because, hey, guess what? Cancer don't fucking quit. Yeah, cancer's growing yeah. every day, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah it doesn't but you've weekend. seen... <laughs> uh, you've seen like your tumors go like shrink you yeah, directly. No, I, I have I have multiple scars and I have multiple tumors and I've seen them 
with the application of, of an extract RSO uh, directly to it, and then you shield it from sun. Don't want sun touching melanoma skin. Yeah, that's fair. Um, people say, why do you look pale? It's sunblock. Yeah. Um, yeah. I bathe in that shit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, and, and within a week, I've, I've, if, if they're small enough, they go away. Within a week, you notice the difference? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Great. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, with my tumor, the one that had to be removed from my face, uh, it was three inches when it started. They removed it at an inch and a quarter. And that was because I was applying cannabis oil to it daily and yeah. I'm ingesting the shit daily, um, fighting. Well, I, it's a fun fight because I'm high as fuck. Yeah, no, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine. Well, I mean, uh, you I do build up a tolerance, but you still get a buzz. Yeah. Well, I think that, that you can use it to like literally fight off something physically is just like, it's, it's such a, uh, just a, a a crazy thing that that can do, you know. But I think that like it's also really unique that it can help us with like maybe like anxiety and uh, you know, for me Such sometimes anger. Uh, Taylor, what do you feel like self medicating has done for you? Um, well, self medicating obviously my experiences are. I don't know if it's obvious, but the the my experiences are with you um, look high. <laughs> I, I get that a lot, and I'm like I'm not even high right now. I don't, I don't but uh, yeah, uh, marijuana has been a, a good one. I think that um. A lot of people that use drugs recreational, like recreationally, will accidentally find one. They're like, "This feels a lot more like help than fun," and mm -hmm. uh, that that has happened to me uh, far and few between. You know, like I, I I used very very rarely, but I would occasionally try pills. And uh, one of them that I came across was Ritalin. And mm -hmm. when I when I took Ritalin, I was like, "This doesn't feel like party fun." You know, I was like, "This feels like I can just like think kind of clear now. Everything's yeah. a little smoother. This is weird." Yeah, and uh. I think it's interesting that the most common one that I that that happens for like people using recreationally find out it's a little more medicinal is Adderall. I would not recommend someone prescribing me Adderall. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the opposite of, of what I need to. <laughs> that function. is more fun than it is function. Yeah, if, if that, can't that's, spell fun function. <laughs> I'm <you're> just, ridiculous. <laughs> well, the interesting the interesting thing about pharmaceuticals is they were all originally plant based up mm. until yeah. up until the 1900s. Yeah when we were inundated with opium from China and we were inundated mm -hmm. with people making mad elixirs from opium and people dying from it. Why? Because, oh, he OD'd. Well, it looked like he was vomiting. Yeah, because he was OD'd. <laughs> it's just simple. And, and so they outlawed a lot of drugs and they outlawed plant-based medicines. Yeah. Um, and your pharmaceutical company, Bayer, hey, guess what? They made heroin. Okay, why? Because they wanted a stronger, better opium. Okay. Why? Who knows? Because um, <laughs> I, I enjoy morphine. I like the next guy. I, yeah. I have been given morphine at blessings in my life. Sure, sure, sure. I used Especially to have it on a little it. pump. <laughs> yeah. Just on the button. <laughs> um Oh yeah, I mean, I think that yeah, it makes sense. I think the the plant, the earth makes medicine that yeah. we need. Yeah. And, I mean, and, yeah. poppies. Poppies, yeah, flowers, yeah. opium. Yeah. Right? Cocaine, coca leaves. Yeah. The natives sit there and they chew on yeah. these leaves. Yeah, they, they, they don't synthesize shit. They just chew on the leaf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. About it. Yeah, exactly. Well, actually, cocaine requires kerosene and soaking and then extracting an oil. And it's a <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, I have a, I have a question for you, though. Like, do you, what, do you have a philosophy around, like, because, like, you know, like a lot of people do, uh, people use drugs to, like, an excess in a way that, like, you know, impedes their life in some ways. Like, what, do you have any theories around, like, is that? Do you do think it? that's a? Yeah. Do you think that's a manifestation of the culture that we live in that like makes people need to self medicate beyond a level that's helpful? Like I, when I, we get I numb think, from I it. Think, I think it's more environmentally based, but yeah. I also think there are people that are highly susceptible to addiction. Yeah. I am. I am I highly susceptible to yeah. being addicted. Yes. Raise my hand for that one. Yeah. yeah. To <laughs> thing. Um, I have a tendency to. This is all there is. This is all I need. This is what I'm getting. Mm -hmm. and, and and that can be bad. Meaning like a hyper focus on stuff, kind of. Is that what sure. you meant by that? Yeah, and and well, uh, like if you have you call meth a hyper focus. Like I, I, I don't do cocaine anymore at all. I only yeah. do crack. Yeah, because exactly. it's more efficient. It's more effective. Um, and 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 that's what I'm saying is is you get these things where you go, well, this makes me feel good. Yeah, yeah, and and if. I don't know how those people are getting on with the fentanyl smoking that shit. Yeah, that shit's nasty. Not good. Um, That's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's just they're they see, and a lot of people think they're in pain. Let me tell you, nobody, 
understands pain. Okay. <laughs> they, they, oh, emotional pain. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, daddy didn't love you. Guess what? <laughs> my dad, I've never met. Yeah. yeah. And my brothers knew him. Mm-hmm. My mother knew him. Mm-hmm. I never met my brothers until I was 12. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Didn't meet my well, mom, I really. I think that you know, like trying to to so. medicate for the parts of it that like that you do feel like it's remedying. Like I feel like for me, weed has this tendency to have the ability to make me less anxious and more anxious at the same time. Yeah, where it's relate. like it relaxes me, but it also makes me hyper aware. Mm-hmm. So it's like trying to trying to find like a space where it's helpful but not harmful is like such a difficult well, thing with can, self-medication cannabis has a purpose if, if you're talking mental um issues right where you're where you can't function uh i had a buddy of mine he was he was sitting there uh literally on the edge of suicide mm-hmm. he was done mm-hmm. and he was on his third divorce and he wasn't 30 or some kind of shit. He was just yeah. stupid. Um, <laughs> I can say that. He's not going to listen. Uh, but uh, uh, we went to, we went to Amsterdam and he was going to, he was going to off himself in the diet camp. I'm like, here, okay, hold on, but eat these first. Just eat these. And then we'll go, we'll go check out Amsterdam. I've been there before, but yeah. And I gave him roughly four grams of mushrooms and he ate those. And what did he do? He fell asleep. Motherfucker fell asleep. Yeah. For Twelve hours fell asleep, and I'm like, "You just needed a nap." <laughs> and I'm sitting there, three grams in, going, "I'm gonna go see." Yeah, what I see. I, I yeah. took a lot of pictures of shit I don't remember. But <laughs> after that experience, it altered him. It mm-hmm. changed his concept of who he was. Yeah, because whether you know, I don't believe in dreams because I don't dream in that <laughs> sense. Um, I mean, I'm sure I do. I just don't ever remember them. And, mm-hmm. and, right. You know, but he did mm-hmm. and it altered him because mm. he was able to face some things. Oh, he had dreams after the mushrooms? While he was on mushrooms. Uh, while he was oh, sleeping. he was sleeping. Oh yeah, he oh, slept for 12, 12 hours. hours. Oh wow. Yeah. So he had like Alice a 12 hour. Oh yeah. wild. I am a freakazoid. Space changing mushroom trip. Oh whatever. shit! He had a wild yeah. mushroom it trip. <laughs> yeah, his yeah. concept of who he was, yeah, yeah. which is literally what he needed. Like ego yeah. death. That yeah. well, because like Idea really, really death. small doses of DMT are released when you're dreaming. I wonder if that has anything to do with his experience. That would be, yeah, that probably would be had a really fun. great time. <laughs> <laughs> mushroom. I mixed like everything. Yeah. Like the ultimate hippie flip, but they helped. <laughs> um, and that's where I'm saying <laughs> natural product. Um, yeah, uh, I I used to get high with a dude in high school his mother was like i don't care what you do just natural that's all if it if it grows you can eat it you, know, yeah. you can smoke it you can snort it if, yeah. if it's a plant first yeah and 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 mushrooms what do you do you grow them you pluck them you dry them. i feel the same thing about yeah i feel the same way about weed and mushrooms i'm like I'm, you can't tell me that go, that god didn't want us to do this it's literally just a dried fucking plant out of the ground like yeah. i mean obviously we've done some things to like you know the the big ass mountain that like moses wrote the 10 Commandments. i think I, i'm not religiously versed for very well but i'm pretty sure moses wrote don't the worry ten we're not judging you uh it was a big mountain thunder god talking to him right it was a small hill with naturally reoccurring psychedelic mushrooms oh yeah no they're all through <laughs> yeah. history and all through like yeah no there's a lot yeah well, the I, Ten Commandments are like, love thy neighbors. Like, that makes sense. Someone on Mushrooms definitely wrote this. Yeah. <laughs> well, they used to, they used to uh, there are some um, educators who believe that the manna that the Israelites received in the desert were mushrooms. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, I think my mom, my mom's done a bunch of research about this recently. I read a bunch of stuff and there's all these like. When you say mana, do you mean like. Your, that's what they call Your magic points. Like casting spells. That's what they yeah. call mana. <laughs> mana. But I mean, that's, that's like so the they Bible. can cast spells two like in there. Oh, no. no I'm, I'm thinking. with two ends. Okay. Okay. Sorry. It was food. It's a food. Yeah. Okay. okay sorry. Okay. I was, I played Dungeons and Dragons. So I uh, was like no, trying okay. to figure that no, out. No. I was like, dude, they have spells. Like, <laughs> how many do they get to cast yeah. today? That's crazy. It was Mount Ararat that he was on. Uh, <laughs> well, no, that's where they found the art. Never mind. Uh, yeah. I'm getting confused. I'm no, no, no. You're all good. You're all good. I, <laughs> well, I just, I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate you sharing with us just about your experience with, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, with, with self-medication in all of its forms, whether it's, you know, using it physically to, to help, you know, heal what's inside of you or, you know, Taylor and even myself that have used it to try to, you know, uh, ail what's in, or heal what's ailing us inside of our heads. Yeah. So awesome. Well, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be right back with a smoke break and we'll, 
be back with the smoke break with Edward Edward Bernier. So uh, hang out for that. Springtime is almost here, and like the flowers, we hope you bloom where you decide to plant yourself. Do you have a small business, or have you been thinking about starting one? We are here to help you establish roots that lead to blossoms of success and all other dad jokes and bad metaphors. Reach out for a free 30-minute consultation to discuss your business legal needs, or branch out and attend one of our upcoming The More You Glow seminars. These are community-oriented learning events that focus on all sorts of small business and nonprofit topics. Tickets are sliding scale, five to twenty dollars, and you can visit our website rationalunicorn.com for more information. That's rationalunicorn.com. Through all the seasons, we do community business law for everyone in the community. All right, now our musical guest, Edward Bernier. Shout out the smoke break. Let's get it, guys. Hey. Hey, yo, yo. It's gonna take an army of crooked cops to come and get me. I was thinking about quitting, but this shit way too tempting. I need it, I love it. Just fucking let me be great, and I just wanted to be myself. Ain't no need to be fake, and it's the brain in the puppy, not the bark of the bitch. And my PO is PO'd, and I'm trying to repent. So tell me what you expect inside this eensy weensy city. You hating on me right now? Fuck you. Since the beginning, you weren't there. Say a prayer for your bitch assness, cause I'm sauced up, you classless. I'm classic, you bastards. My widow's tinted, my life tormented. This weed is scented. Fuck you, offended. The devil keep dancing like nobody's watching inside of the mirror, but living good in a dungeon. My widow's tinted, my life tormented. This weed is scented. Stop, won't stop. This bad boy will rock a fella till I catch a record. You in my sector. Now I'm looking down my inner scope. I got no limits till I'm on death row. Cause I throw stones and don't hide my hand. When the cops come look for me, then I definitely just got to jam. Music does some strange things, but it's about that bravery. Gotta stay ruthless when the aftermath becomes shady. Need cash, money, don't play with me like some fool's gold. Cause the future look kinda odd. Life is really just fucked up, so I need to come out on top, dog. Me, God, I can't find a rass in any of these churches. And I'm looking for a purpose. Sometimes I feel kinda Worthless. Sometimes kind of wish I was birthless Cause I can't achieve no perfect And I know that I cannot be certain Why the world steady burning Don't let the pain be a burden Through the flames keep on working But you gotta keep your heart determined You wanna die a regular person? Hell no, hell no My life tormented This weed is scented Fuck you offended The devil keep dancing Like nobody's watching Inside of the mirror But living good in a dungeon My window tinted My life tormented This weed is scented Fuck you offended The yeah. devil keep dancing Like, like nobody's watching Inside of the mirror But living good in a dungeon whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah First song that one's called Tormented Self-produced Hell yeah Part of the album that I just recently dropped Called Lucinda Seed You can find it anywhere I try to live in harmony But the whole wide world wanna bother me I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. Hey, I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. I've been accused and labeled shit that I never do. Feeling stuck when I wanna leave what I couldn't move. I had to evolve, be passionate to solve all of my problems with a pursuit of happiness. So I think back, what the fuck was I thinking? What kind of alcoholic beverage was I drinking? I didn't give myself the leverage, so I started sinking to the deep down blue abyss that they call the system. I ain't with it, I ain't with it. I gotta keep my head above the clouds like doves and pigeons. Say it loud when you got a lot of love and rhythm. Pretty proud right now, I ain't dying in a prison. Thank God, so I had to put it on my belly. Life gets sharp like the end of a machete. I'll give you my art when the heart is ready. Love can be deadly i just want to go steady while the world wants to be petty like tom i've seen chemicals in the air but no bombs what's the difference if it leaves me being gone i don't know specifics i'm just trying to write wrongs in my songs we just sit back and accept what is given except real love real knowledge real religion and i don't know i feel pissed off and you know the feel the same way that i'm about to pip and it's backwards like your name is crisscross life is way too fast to find out where you belong so i'm sitting here writing up a couple poems hoping that my city and the whole world know no yeah 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 I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. 
I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. I try to live in harmony, but the whole yeah, wide world yeah. wanna bother me. Hallucinations, euthanasia. Seems to me you gotta be your savior. Ain't nobody wanna tie you, she will hold your hand. I look both ways in situations where I can't. Conversations that were meaningless. I can't believe that I'm seeing this. I don't pray much cause God teasing us or he believe in us. Just sometimes it feel like he leaving us. Defend for ourselves when we are grown. Some people actually tell me I'm not alone. But I don't feel the same. I had to change my ways, but that does not promise me the next day. So I say what I gotta say. Fade away, but we made it clay. Dirt like love filled with hate. Water run under a little faith. And a small spark to light the dark behind my face Just in case you did not understand You can always take the shell of a man But you can never take the hell that resonated inside of his life but Complicated problems definitely made me who I am I'm proud of a couple of mistakes that I made So I paint pretty pictures through all the sound waves That's the idea that I want to engrave And when I see you know that it was always love that I gave Hey, I try to live in harmony But the whole wide world wanna bother me I try to live in harmony But the whole wide world wanna bother me I try to live in harmony But the whole wide world wanna bother me no matter where I go, I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. I try to live in harmony, but the whole wide world wanna bother me. Hell yeah. That one was called The Accused. This one was produced by Minnie Van Jim. Do not ask how I got this beat. Yeah, yeah. Running fast and we running hard Till the day that I agree to God Finish lines on my chest that break apart Same color as the planet Mars I see checkered flags at the cross street Checkmate on a checkerboard My check engine light was on But I'm pushing the pedal right through the entire floor More blood, sweat, and tears that I pour The roars get louder every time I score Plus coach said squares were lying on the backboard Teacher scared I approach the blackboard I ain't even athletic or even an academics But I gotta get it till I get a golden pendant With a one on it S on it and a T on it Definitely put my street on Let me be on it I'ma ride this beat to the end zone Third quarter, make a call just like the payphone Hit third base, now I'm away home Pick and roll all day long Leave my competition inside a pile Hall of Flames to the Hall of Fame Just to make my little old mama smile Like, yeah, pouring up in this bitch Pouring up in this bitch Pouring up in this bitch Portland up in this bitch Pouring up in this bitch Portland up in this bitch Pouring up in this bitch Pouring up in this bitch that is the sacrifice I'm gonna take if it makes my whole planet a much better place. Dead in my bed or a field or a stage, it don't matter. I'm forging my pain to the people who've been through the same. Won't leave you. Sometimes I come off a little unequal. Wanna get my people off of the pipes and the needles. Evil, I see you. Even though you are just hard to see, artistry are the streets, heart of the city. We are the arteries, part of me. I just been rambling on, battling my inner demons and all of my songs. These are the entities that get me strong. Apparitions have been steering me wrong. I appreciate them not fearing what I become. I'ma walk this up right to a throne. We're gonna confiscate that, then bring it home. We're gonna put us on if our leaders are gonna lead us wrong. You can tell that the heat is on. My team is on my side that's every night. And I'm gonna pray all of my fears. Watch over me until I see the light. Light. Pouring up in this bitch, pouring up in this bitch. Pouring up in this bitch, pouring up in this bitch. Yeah. Pouring up in this bitch, pouring up in this bitch. Pouring up in this bitch, pouring up in this bitch. Appreciate y'all for stopping by on the smoke break. Zane Thomas, Edward, the crew. Sorry. It's really hot. All right, guys. Whew. That one was called Gold Medal, produced by Mini Man Jim. This one is produced by Brooks Beats, another local producer. Shout out. This one's called I Can't Explain It. I hope you've been good, I hope you've been great Hopefully everything's been okay But I didn't say what I want to say No, I cannot let you just get away All of that fake that laid on your face When I fucking came to see if you were safe Just to kick me out of your place Every single day for those two years straight I did you great, supported your love, accepted your faith Hope that your God didn't get in the way Of the world that we could have made Why do I feel like I'm the nutcase? Most of the days I know that it rains And I can't complain, it doesn't wash the shame I don't believe I'll ever love the same Perfect girls are often good at hiding pain. And I know that I have known you for some time But I don't think that I ever fit you lies And I know you get down on your knees and pray 
But don't you act like I betrayed I don't wanna ever That I'm not with you to the grave I was focused on the pain Not the pain Had to do what I had to do I'm just saying I'm just saying You playing with Who you lying to I was there every day I don't wanna ever I let bygones be bygones What I'm on and I seen Python slide on nylon And they told me I did nothing wrong The hill I'll probably kill and die on We are both pieces to work on Be wrong Tell the truth how you really felt all along We thought I would not have evolved Evolved But did you find it cute that you fool And I know that I have known you for some time but I don't think that I ever fed you lies And I know you get down on your knees and pray But don't you act like I betrayed I don't wanna ever hear that I'm not with you to the grave I was focused on the pain, not the pain Had to do what I had to do I'm just saying, I'm just saying You playing with who you lying to I was there every day I don't wanna ever hear you fucking say my name is Edward Bernier. Appreciate y'all for stopping by at the smoke break. Edward Bernier, everybody. We will be right back after this commercial break. Springtime is almost here, and like the flowers, we hope you bloom where you decide to plant yourself. Do you have a small business, or have you been thinking about starting one? We are here to help you establish roots that lead to blossoms of success and all other dad jokes and bad metaphors. Reach out for a free 30-minute consultation to discuss your business legal needs or branch out and attend one of our upcoming The More You Glow seminars. These are community-oriented learning events that focus on all sorts of small business and nonprofit topics. Tickets are sliding scale, $5 to $20, and you can visit our website, rationalunicorn.com, for more information. That's rationalunicorn.com. Through all the seasons, we do community business law for everyone in the community. And we are back with the smoke break. Uh, thank you so much, Edward Bernier. I've been trying to get you on this podcast for a minute. Been a while. Been a while. We did it. We did it. And now, here, we actually, now we actually have a music section, so now it's even cooler. Yeah, that was fucking exhilarating. Also, I didn't know you could sing, so now I'm just even more mad you're good at all this other <laughs> stuff. So I didn't know either until like probably, I don't know, six months. Well, I was in choir when I was a really young kid, but yeah. um, I didn't really pursue it. But. A lot no, of artists dope. nowadays like inspire me, so I was like, "Fuck it, why not?" No, I've been like, I actually like started a new song where I'm kind of singing a little bit, and yeah, I'm just like, like hey, "This feels uncomfortable, but it's <laughs> also something I want to do." Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you get a lot of stuff done. Uh, Motivation—that's got to be something that's just incredibly easy for you all the time, at all <laughs> times, every time. Absolutely, all I knew times, it. every time. <laughs> yep, I knew it. I knew mm -hmm. it. So, uh, what's motivation look like for you? <sighs> motivation is growing up and being you know, sh shown many arts as far as movies, you know, uh, music, whether it's old or new, um, paintings, you know, art really attracted me when I was like really young, even though I kind of put it to the side for a, a long time, like the last five years, I started kind of taking like oil paintings really serious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's well, really like dope. the hardest paint medium isn't it it is but i mean the least if, forgiving if, if you're very you know optimistic it can actually be pretty dope yeah, yeah. no no but it is but it's harder but yes. right because it takes forever to dry and you can't yeah. like correct stuff we'll see those things this where like like um acrylic paintings you know they dry really fast so it's like yeah. you don't have time to blend tomorrow or the next day um yeah. but with oils you know it's like clay all the time and oh, yeah. it does take yeah. a while to dry but and it is messy and it's hard to get out of everything, you know, oil. Oh my God. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, um, I like I enjoy it because cool. I get to blend like the next day or two days later, whatever. Yeah. 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 Oh I've, yeah, I've, that's cool. I've noticed that like a lot of uh a lot of artists that that incorporate a lot of different elements into their things, like it's end up like singing on the rap songs and have like a huge bass and other things like the first thing that came to mind was like mac miller where he was like yeah. in like a, a metal band when he was younger post malone's another one he was in a metal right. band when he was younger he was yeah. all about like classical music and shit so he was taking all these pieces from things and mm -hmm. and it wasn't just like i like rap i need to be a rapper it was, yep. it was yeah. i, I want to make music and this this ended up being a medium it's really dope that you have like other artistic mediums yeah, too Yeah, definitely man it's and it's really weird um not a lot of people know this but you can actually find things in paintings that you can apply to music and music mm. with paintings and it's 
fucking unreal. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Can you can you give an example? Yeah, I was also like uh, when I'm mixing and mastering a song, you know, it's like oh, there's this one part that's kind of a little too high, like, but I want to keep it, so let's just kind of put it in there subtly, like when you're blending up like the sides of an arm or something like that. I feel oh, like cool. a little bit, just a little some shading. Yeah, yeah well, some it, shading. it's uh, I think I, I, like I kind of see like the connection of like the the idea that you have to get rid of something completely, or you can find a way to blend it to make it work. Right, exactly. There's yeah. always a way. There's always a way. Yeah, it's yeah, really the cool. Blending definitely made that resonate with me. Yeah. That, that, that's something that you you have to be good at exactly. in, in music and 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 just exactly. like physical art. Yeah, well, I mean, there's definitely been times where I've been making a song and I'm like, this doesn't work, and I try to take it out, and then somebody like I'll be working with somebody collaborating with somebody and yeah. they'll just be I'll be like oh this doesn't work let's take it out and they're like no let's EQ it and blend it and let's I'm like fuck with it a little yeah. bit before we throw it out I yeah that, that is a good threshold between people that, that have a good output and people that are that are just starting is like the the, the ability to smooth things over mm-hmm. I, I'm super guilty of that just be like I don't like it get rid of it start fresh and it's 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 a yeah. it's a weird specific learning curve yeah Absolutely. Zoe what about you uh, what's what's motivation look like in your life Motivate. I forgot we were talking about art. Uh, <laughs> well, I haven't painted in a while. I don't know. What and is motivation? Used to, they used to paint. Oh. Yeah, th- there's some paintings on Where's the wall. Where's the canvas? Those are yours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. About the canvas. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> um, motivation. I don't know. I don't really know what I think about motivation. What, I, think what, I struggle with it because I you struggle with it. <laughs> okay, yeah. but do you think it's that you don't want to do it, or do you think that it's that like sometimes you don't have the capacity to follow through on it? No, it's not that I don't want to do it. I, I want to do it. I, I feel frustrated that I can't do the things sometimes that I want. Want to do or that I don't do them when I think I should do them or yeah. do you right. have trouble kind of like like what am I gonna paint is it more like that I well I honestly haven't painted in a really long time right. my art now is comedy but I it. so it's so what am I gonna joke about yeah but yeah. I but I so I guess yeah how do you apply that question to comedy I don't know because I think that, that I like what you said about yeah. there being like kind of a crossover with arts because that's yeah, something that, that cool. I've noticed is yeah. that like you know that there's there's things that like I learn in this space that I'm like well I mean you can't apply that over here right. if you think about it the right way yeah and yeah. your 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 reach gets longer you know what I'm saying you can do so many things yeah, yeah. and apply them Taylor what about you motivation uh, motivation's been a, a, a tricky one for me to navigate because I, I feel like I have a bad tendency to like overwhelm myself with the with the absolute big picture and and that can be like just Same. way too much at first there's a there's a game that I, I play called RuneScape where like uh shout out old school RuneScape but it's, uh, <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that's like, well, if you want to do this quest, then you have to have this, and then you have to do this, so you have to go do this thing, and now yep. and a lot of tasks feel like that when it's like, don't worry, worry about that later. Just do do, yeah. do the couple little things that you want to do now. Whatever doors that opens up for you will will allow you to kind of pursue the bigger things, and the, yeah. the the really big picture will start to come together a little more effectively when when you start chipping away at things, and that's like like that's another threshold and a learning curve that I feel like is. In in uh, in most things, and the more things you take on, the more things you're gonna have to figure out that learning. Yeah, curve. well, yeah. I think just picking the little things that you can do. You yeah, know, that's what helps me stay motivated. Because if I yeah, if I get bogged down with the bigger picture, it seems impossible. For some reason, I love that in the game though, and I love that in RuneScape in real life. It stresses me out. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. this is what my friend told me. He's a painter. He kind of like really like took me under his wing and taught me a lot of stuff. Um, Damon Smith. You guys should check him out. Muralist, comic book illustrator. Okay. So, um, he taught me that. When you do a piece, don't go over it in the future. Leave it the way it is. Do your next piece. Do your next piece. Do your next piece. Do your ne- don't ever go over your old ones because then you can like look at all. That was you at that moment with your obstacles. Yeah, and now cool. you got to then the new paintings like better. And if you just fucking love what you love to do, like you're yeah. going to get better no matter what. Don't put yourself down. Just push, push, finish the painting. Even if you didn't do the shading, like okay, I'm done. I'm cool with that. Be okay with putting it the fuck down. Yeah, and like knowing when it's done, knowing yes. when it's when it's yes. done, and, and that, yeah. when you're able to move on to the next yes. thing, and knowing like what done is for you. Because exactly. I feel like sometimes we're like, this isn't done if you know my favorite artist was working on it, but it might right. be done for where you're at. Exactly, mm-hmm. and just love that, you know, and just keep pushing, and that should you know motivate you. And like like I was saying, what really motivates me is being so open-minded to everything as far as like time and, and like what can i paint i could paint a knight that's like with a woman or something like that you know and i'm just like okay i could throw a drag and as you're doing more pieces like you'll start adding some more things and then it like fills in the whole picture you know yeah and that's a good way to keep your your brain trained you know just like keep on well 
Yeah, I think just like finishing projects, you know, mm-hmm. like and even because like I just started a new song. I said I was like singing in it and I'm just like I'm all nervous about it. But it's like at the same time, I'm like whether or not I actually use this song is not important. Whether right. or not I finish it is very important. That's the part because it's with you. It's all about you trying to put out something for you, you know, and that's the cool part. Like at least you got it done, you know, and you don't have to show anybody, but you can't like the song, the singing song this is my first time, second time singing the song. Yeah. First one was like. Uh, a couple weeks ago um and i was just like fuck it i'm just gonna go up there and just sing it the best i can and then you know people loved it they enjoyed yeah. it and it was first it's scared but dude i promise you're gonna be okay on the other side just do it do what you gotta do yeah there was yeah. A, a jimmy neutron character that would like his whole shtick was that he couldn't finish anything so he would have like a hot dog with a bite left a puzzle piece <laughs> with that piece just laying next to it and he would just like have <laughs> panic attacks about it and i feel like, like that's a cartoon of me yeah it's like, it's like, <laughs> like i don't want to watch that <laughs> i don't feel like i'm that, that's not my self-insert like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they ended up being my self-insert yeah yeah well i i feel like it's it's easy to kind of get bogged down with like feeling like you're not completing anything but i mean like as long as you're working on something like i've seen you put more work into like the screenplay idea that you've been that you've been talking been about so fun too yeah like, finding that like the, there's always reasons where i like think of something and be like no i don't want to do that because that would mean i have to do this thing but it's like i like 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 the runescape comparison but it's like this doesn't feel like that this is like i like this idea i'm gonna run with it i can edit it later but i yeah. need to get this idea down just the base That's yeah kind of how i have all my beats like i produce beats too so like i won't have the whole beat finished but it'll be like this is good enough to where i can show people like okay this is what it could sound like or if you want to come in we can switch you like the sample yeah all right let's keep the sample but we fucking switch it up a little and bit and then ideas yeah. that'll come to you that are yeah. now applicable you're like now I have something to put that idea onto that's, mm-hmm. that it sticks to instead of this just being a bunch of standalone ideas. It's it's a it's a cohesive thing. And yeah. like uh, one thing we did that we talked about was like we need to write the beginning and the end and everything else because we had vague mm-hmm. ideas for what that looked like. Mm-hmm. But the 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 dialogue in between and the events that that became catalysts for other events were were kind of what the barrier I guess usually was with me writing. But like the way we've been going about it has been yeah super helpful and it's just been a blast. Fuck yeah. How long have you been writing scripts? Um, I've <laughs> I've been writing scripts for a long time, but this oh. is the first time that I've been like, let's go. Yeah, that I've been like I like w- w- with the ha- writing the end and the, and and the beginning and being like let's piece this together. I mm. usually just will like write three chapters, then it'll kind of peter off, and then I'll All write right. three chapters and it'll peter off. And I have a bunch of those from like middle school to now but this is a this That's is one cool. of the times cool, where i'm like yeah. we could yeah. we could just do this we could like maybe we could sell this as a show eventually but that's yeah. not i just want to write the show yeah exactly mm-hmm. well i think that's something that they kind of get you motivated is just the act of doing something mm-hmm. um with comedy what 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 motivates you to to keep going with that because it can be fucking ooh, it can be painful sometimes yeah, i don't know just comedy the, sounds hard yeah it, it is, is. It's really hard yeah i think just uh keeping and going yeah like watching other people going mm-hmm. when you don't feel like going going yeah. again after you have a shitty set trying the same jokes again even though they totally fell flat the first time because that's the thing about comedy is that yeah it's like sometimes something you'll be like that's trash and then you'll try it somewhere else and you'll be like no it's fucking good so it's like wow. it's just, it yeah, really exemplifies like the um subjectiveness of art and like how how it really like yeah every room is different and it and it wow. it's kind of a trip because it's hard to navigate because sometimes it feels like yeah, like sometimes I'm like, because I'm such a sensitive person and it can't be like, I'll have a bad set. And I'm like, that's it. I'm, I'm like, I'm literally in my head, like I'm bad at comedy. Yeah, and then I'll have a good set. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, I'll no, I'm not. And it's, so the it's, best ever. Yeah, it's kind of a, it's kind of a trip. But yeah, I think it's probably one of the, it's just a raw art form because it's, 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 it's so, pr- the response is so immediate. Well, you have and to practice no, yeah. in front of strangers. Mm-hmm. You have to practice your, the only way you're going to get a joke is you bring whatever the fuck you just wrote down, which is not a joke yet usually. And <laughs> yeah, then you just say it in front of people until jokes. it becomes a joke. Yeah, it's, it's really, it's vo- very vulnerable. Yeah. So the, the joke is in beta. Yeah, the joke is and in beta. And I think there's a lot of like similarities between, I think you could probably come up with a lot of like ideas similar to what you said about like between music and, uh, and art. Like same thing with comedy. It's like you'll do a joke one time and then you'll not like it and then you'll sprinkle a little something or even you'll have mm-hmm. a different tone of voice or you'll move your body differently. You do an act out and you can change the whole yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that you brought up the the extreme differences room to room because like you could you 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 can't tell. Speaking from experience, you can't tell a lot of cop jokes in rural Oregon, but you can wow. probably you can probably yeah. land some cop jokes in downtown. Yeah, they don't love me. Yeah. the Oregon coast. It was not my best yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah, that must have been awkward as. Well. Yeah, they just were like, we don't want to hear this lady. All these Republicans, like I said, these Republicans don't want to hear about my vagina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They didn't want to hear from a woman. I think yeah. anything after. Well, that's that what I mean. Just, and then I'm yeah, talking about my body and like my sexuality. Yeah, and they're like, I'm being nah, comfortable we're good, with lady. it. They're like, yeah. yeah, and then I get uncomfortable, and then it's a bad set. Yeah, and it's like, okay, cool. This is yeah. all very relative. Well, I think I think comfort has a lot 
lot to do with motivation for me. It's like, you know, like, am I in a, am I in a place that's either like comfortable enough that I feel like I can pursue this or so uncomfortable that like, I feel like it's the thing that's pushing me past wanting to give up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there it, is a happy medium with the anxiety kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get that too. Like uh, I've been painting for like five years. Like, you know, I'm saying I'm, I'm getting better, but like at the same time I get those thoughts too, but I'm like, shut the Shut up, yeah. bro. Get in there. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, yeah. coach. I'm not gonna do anything yeah. else with my life. Like, I, I'm gonna do art for the rest till I'm worm food. You know, like, yeah. yeah, I'm happy with that. And you know, everybody should find what they love, no matter what. Because if you're not doing what you love to do, you're denying yourself and everybody else around you, really. And we need art. It doesn't matter if it's bad or good. Like, mm-hmm. it's something for us to all yeah. feel together. Yeah, and I had a friend say out. I had a friend say something to me that I feel like goes along with that kind of like that uh, like your people aren't better than you they just have more experience than you yeah, so it's like exactly. there's always yeah. room techniques. it's all yeah. techniques and it's the, all it is yeah and there's always yeah. room to get better so there's no like shame in like wherever you're at in this journey because yeah that, that's just the well journey. and I I really like what you said about it's all techniques because that seems like yeah. it would be something that was like kind of one of those art parallel like those painting parallels well, where you're talented, but, but, but at no, the same time true. like some things can seem like really overwhelming because you haven't picked up the right technique yet like i want to do i want to do crowd work and that's a technique and that's something that i have to it's it's i i don't have that experience i don't have that technique yet but once i do that will be you know something that i can add to my uh repertoire right right i feel like that's like in 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 a music parallel that would be like freestyling where that's like yeah that's how it came up first time you you do that probably gonna be rough you know what i mean the the first time you ever do that when it's you and three buddies in a car and they hit a beat and they're like all right let's freestyle yeah probably not gonna be very good yeah, yeah. But and mean, who wants to be the best at something like right when they do it like you know yeah. like where's the struggle man where's the, you get beat up no, doing art you know yeah. I, I honestly think it did me like a default to get booked as quickly as i did and then it, or like it did me a default like it yeah i feel I think, yeah disservice there we go yeah yeah like i think you're right i think being too good initially because then it doesn't you don't like push i think yeah. i didn't push myself as hard as i could have yeah. at the beginning because i had like a good little run at the beginning of doing comedy mm, and yeah. then i was nervous as fuck to do open mics so yeah i think you're right i think maybe being bad at the beginning is good it's like part of the natural process yeah yeah your brain, you know, don't let your brain, whoever's listening, don't let your brain trick itself. Like, for real, like, just yeah. know that you're going to get beat up. Love it. Enjoy that fucking Part of journey. the process. Yeah, it's yeah you, you, you got to love the ride. And, that's where the, the and that's where the art comes from, too, is mm-hmm. part of that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think that, you know, like that getting beat up during the process can be like motivating if you let it be, you know, Absolutely. it could be your armor. It could also be. Yeah, it could also yeah. just be an ass whooping, you yeah. know, yeah. but like yeah. I mean, could, if you get hit with a big right hook, then you're like, all right, I need to cover <laughs> my, my left side a little bit, yeah. you know, because yeah. yeah. now you yeah. learn to block a little well, bit. Yeah, I think the thick skin thing, yeah, like building a callus around things. I think, yeah, I think that's super important for me. Well, everybody, but yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I think it gets it gets diluted into like well, you, know, you like you need to learn how to like take hits and mm-hmm. like I, I I like the matter you like you maybe you need to learn how to dodge or counter or yeah. or, yeah. Block. or the hits yeah. don't they don't not affect you in hits. the same way yeah yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah. not that you have to like put your head down and like power through no, everything yeah. it's like you, like learning how to operate and like learning the techniques yeah. to so to it, operate at a yeah. level that you're comfortable with and and, exactly. and happy with and yeah. so yeah and so you're not the impact is not as yeah, like the yeah, you're like less. Well, <laughs> no, I, I really like that 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 kind of analogy because it is yeah, so much of like you know when you're learning how to fight or whatever, it's just like you need to learn how to take a hit. You know, it's, it all goes out the window once you take a hit, and it's like <laughs> that is very true. But like you know, learning how to fucking dodge yeah. would be also valuable. Probably better it, than taking a hit. Probably better. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna get hit. Yeah. Practice techniques not to try to get yeah. hit less. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, and eventually you'll find a window to start throwing punches. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, you, you, you Survive. That's yeah. like all, yeah, like offense and defense. <laughs> like when you're, that makes me yeah. think about it. Well, it, there's that's part of like in in a writing sense. That's like the hero's Ooh. journey is like you have to. The main character usually starts out in a spot that they're comfortable in, and then the adversity comes from going to a spot that they're uncomfortable in and very inexperienced, and they have to like go through that experience to thrive in that, and then return to the spot that they were comfortable in with that mm-hmm. new experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the technical hero's journey. I feel and, like that's like a joke format kind of too, maybe a little bit. Th- yeah, that kind that of goes is. into kind a lot of, of different yeah. writing techniques. That, the, that, yeah. that is like the simplest like writing 101 like hero's journey. So a lot of stories will follow, even if it's not the main character type of thing, a lot of stories will follow the format of like, uh, they're comfortable. They're now comfortable. they're uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. They got they comfortable in like the that. discomfort. Yep. Yeah. Something yeah. about that is like satisfying to mm-hmm. our... Yeah. 
a super the, the, the overcoming adversity of it yeah. i think is, yeah. the, is the beauty of it well yeah because it, you know that makes sense to me too like in the sense of anxiety because it shows you like the shit that's scary you can, it's like watching someone else go through something scary and then survive it yeah it's like sort of like completing the loop where you're like okay i can survive this thing and then i'll not be as scared next yeah, time yeah, that's why a lot of fantasy right. writers default to a dragon because it's this insurmountable thing that can oh, kill you yeah. by breathing fire and it's like how do i survive this maybe i need to write the right shield or mm -hmm. this technique or, the, the yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it's the only way i can defeat it yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a uh, that 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 lineage of storytelling is, is yeah. bled into a lot of different things and it's cool to see. Yeah. yeah. And it's experience, you know, like don't be afraid. Just jump in. Mm -hmm. No, it doesn't matter what it is. Like if you if it drives your heart, just don't tiptoe, you know, like yeah. drown in it, you know? Yeah. And that's how you get good really that's, fast. Yeah, that's you know? good yeah. advice. Yeah, that's solid advice. All right. Well, that has been the smoke break. We're here every Sunday from nine to ten AM on Shady Pines Radio, as well as Pretty Dope Experience Radio. I've been your host, your old Paul Zane here with Zoe Schwartz. Thanks for being here. Taylor Barrett. Thanks everybody. And Edward Bernier. Hey, you're later players. More art. <laughs>